0: that's how we're starting oh, <laughs> guess, <yep. laughs> hey mike 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 guess what time it is <laughs> odd pod. it's time for the odd pad. this is season two of the odd pod
1: we're gonna talk pizza sports and beer just like always this week mike and aj talk to baron robinson from kicking cancer
2: this is the OddPod. pod
0: so oh. we actually have a guest this time. The last few episodes have been doing it by ourselves. We're
2: trying to prepare him for the odd pods. We've been badgering him incessantly.
0: Yeah. Uh, a him. lot of people know him as the donkey from the kicking cancer. Uh, <laughs> did that's Ellie did,
2: did you just call me an ass? Uh, I'm just,
0: just Do you uh, can't cuss on this? Oh. Uh, no, I'm just ass, kidding. No, I'm ass, just, ass, just, ass is in the Bible. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can <laughs> curse on it. He's got
2: Mike here. There's no. an ass over here on the mic, <laughs> too.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Um, so Mike who's here with us today uh aj
2: yeah nice AJ's here yeah uh no actually it's uh, a gentleman that i met years ago and uh we are now interconnected on some different things one of it being the um we were involved in a movement together uh and so well i'll just say uh i didn't really have time
0: to prepare your intro so where's it gonna not go? Really Damn, crazy. you oh, have not normal. left that good of an that's impression like, that I he can, so. he stumbles on his words to try to. He's like, what kind Ooh. of good things can I say about this guy? Really no, fast. It's not like
2: that. So uh, my guest today is well, our guest today, you know, yeah. uh, is is Baron Robinson. He's the a um, founder of the cancer movement that we are involved in. Did I say that right? That sounds good to me. I'm still going, and then uh, and so from the time we met. Um, you know, we had already established a little bit for the odd most charity thing and, and uh, had a page. And, you know, he kind of had started our process. But it's just, you know, we didn't really have any kind of direction. And so um, uh, Baron had posted something or, or actually. Um,
1: we responded. Yeah, responded Daniel, to. Daniel Bethel. Daniel
2: something. Bethel had posted something like, I don't know, it was five in the morning yeah. about she had a cup of coffee. And was so it, I chimed in. With a cancer
1: sticker on the cup. That's what triggered me to
2: respond. Oh, and I just, I didn't even know. Um, I mean, I've i never even met Daniel Bethel. And so, but I just responded to a post because she's like, hey, I'm up at 5 a.m. working. And I'm like, hey, you're not alone, you know. And then... And, Don't and act then, like China you and, actually
0: work. Stop. Oh, yeah,
2: okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, and so then Baron reached out to me at that moment. And then from there, it's just the relationship has grown. Um, uh, I... Uh, learned what he was doing in the King Cancer, you know, organization, blah blah blah, and fell in love with Pathways as well, and uh, and well, that's what brought us to today. All kinds of stuff to talk about. I know. Yeah, I'm you're setting the stage. All
1: kinds of doors here.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. And so so we'll start with, uh, you know, hello Baron. Hello.
0: What's up? <laughs> <laughs> So so Baron, you're technically. That's funny you just
1: said that. What's up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we've gone away from it, but when we first started this organization, which was five years ago. We are the solution. United to prevent is the given name of the organization with the state. Yeah. And as an acronym, it's what's
0: up. What's up? We are the
1: solution. United (laughs) to prevent
0: is what's up. That's awesome. It was
1: just too hard to explain that. So we got rid of the Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's
0: a lot. That's that's a lot. It's like like, like the TGIFGBLTV. Like what the hell is that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so technically you're the CEO of your found. Or your foundation, or, uh, yeah, your movement, I guess, right? Yeah. All right. So he's got that 12 CEO boats just like you, Mike, huh? Oh, Atta boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I make fun of him because I he's a CEO, and so I make sure to let everyone know that he has a bajillion amount of money because he's a CEO of a company. Because that's what everyone everyone believes in that it doesn't matter if you own a business or a CEO of a company, they're like, "Wow, you must make a lot of money," type thing. So I like to add on to that. So Baron has twelve thousand three hundred seventy-two boats at his house. So
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, let's go. With that. <laughs> this is what it's <laughs> let's like. Go with that story. Yeah. So, <laughs> so how many years ago was it when you first, I guess, started this? Did it start out at something else, and then it's
1: totally started something else? Uh, so, I'm going to take you five and a half years ago. Actually, let's go even farther back to that. Seven years ago, my sister was diagnosed with breast cancer, and it did go metastatic. And for people that don't know what that means, any cancer, if it stays where it starts. It's, it's a localized cancer, but when it leaves that area and goes someplace else, it becomes metastatic. So skin cancer can go metastatic. Prostate cancer can go metastatic. The one that's most common is breast cancer. If you would like to be part of the show, Sam, just
0: let us Seriously, know. just interrupt me. He's over here just giving me hand gestures. I'm like trying to figure out what he's saying here. He's saying, give you your damn key so you can go put that in your car. Oh. Well, there you go. I haven't forgot this stuff. I grabbed it last time. Geez, way to ruin the show. Baron was trying to have was, was a heartfelt conversation right now. For a
1: second. No, anyway, the reason that breast cancer goes metastatic so common is if you think about where the breast region is, right inside your arm is your lymph there's some lymph nodes there. So in my sister's case it jumped into the lymphatic system and became metastatic and I just say all that because people hear the word metastatic breast cancer. When it meant metastatic, to keep it from coming back, she started exercising every day, and that keeps the lymphatic system moving. And then she just cut all processed food out, went to just real food. She came to visit me for Christmas in 2017, and I was just, like, floored at how healthy she looked. And then they were going to do this thing and can be, Called the warrior dash you might be
0: familiar with that maybe. i have not well i've no. seen you do it yeah it involves exercise yeah it do i not... look like a guy that's gonna
1: kinda... i was just i because it can be, I don't
0: think yeah. it can
1: be no well outside it can be there's a motocross,
0: <laughs> uh,
1: not a motocross uh, go-kart course yeah
0: the pat's acres
1: yep so pat's acres would host this uh, warrior dash and they take mostly away from the the actual acreage part but they take three miles And then they put these 12 obstacles along the way, and they all involve getting muddy or wet or whatever. And So I called my sister. I said, do you want to do this together just as a way to celebrate the fact that you're beating this frickin' cancer? And she said yes. And she came early 2018. Well, at the time, I was working at Costco, and I went to work, and my friend said, that sounds like fun. Can we do that with you? So the day of, we had 42 people wearing a really bright pink shirt that was pretty funny at the end yeah and then she flew home and i said you know what you're doing to stay alive we could share that with people so she flew back we took 25 dollars to the bank and started the kicking cancer organization and here we sit five years later with a whole lot more than i ever thought was going to happen
0: yeah because now like this is your full-time job now too right Mm -hmm. no
1: no my full. i work for serpro My full-time job is I do marketing for Serpro. This is my full-time non-paying job.
0: So not only do you work a full-time job, but you also do all these things. Do you ever get a break? Do you ever sit down for a second?
1: When I do, I fall asleep.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what will help? Is if you just lean back and listen
2: to AJ talk, (laughs) out. (laughs) You'll sleep like a baby.
1: But you know what's funny is everyone's like, do you get a break? What I do, especially after meeting Mike, the stuff that we do together, even though it's the kicking cancer stuff, it really is fun, and it's energizing, and it's it really warms my soul to help people. Yeah. You know, um, and we can get more of the stuff that Mike and I have done, but that's really how this whole thing started. Just, I wanted to help my sister out. She came back and said, let's help some more people out, and here we sit five years later. I did the math. We have... Gifted a little over a hundred thousand dollars to people throughout the community that are dealing with cancer. So, yeah, that's
0: how it all started. Holy cow!
1: And then I got nicknamed the kicking cancer guy,
0: donkey. <laughs> the donkey, the donkey. Yep. donkey.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, that was a long answer to a short question. Hey, Sorry.
0: no, it's good,
1: <laughs> fills it, up it, the
2: time, it shows the foundation of how you got started. And then, of yeah. course, what's nice is, uh You know, with that you can you know we know when we first talked it was like we talked about the golf tournaments talked about that and i think i told you nobody ever goes to the first annual anything and i said so don't get discouraged and as you started setting up all these events as you can see you've done exceptionally well and it's growing and growing and growing and now you know now it's like it's like uh it's like when you start running down a hill and you can't stop because if you stop, you're just gonna just it's gonna be a mess. Yeah. So you just try to stay upright, and yeah. that's the whole goal. At, at one point, when you start doing business, and I think that you're starting to feel that.
1: So I only because AJ kind of knows how Mike's brain works, and mine works the same way. You mentioned running down a hill, so I want to tell you a really funny story if it's okay, AJ.
0: Yeah, of course. So one <laughs> No <I'm> kidding. <laughs>
1: Wait till you have the punchline, and then you don't have to laugh. (laughs) 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 So after we did the Warrior Dash, there's this young man that did it with us, and his name is Casey McAllister, and he has a story by himself. But um, when he was eight, he got ran over by a semi-truck and lost both of his legs. And he does Spartan races. And I'm like, you know, I'm 55 at the time. I was 55 years old, but I have two legs, so why don't I try a Spartan race? So I did, and... They do it up in Washougal at a BMX course. So the whole course is designed for motorcycles, not for idiots like me that run around this course. And there's one spot where there's a really steep hill. And I learned the trick is that you, you turn your, ang- your feet kind of at a 45-degree angle to go down. That way you can use your feet as like buffers and brakes. But if you get your feet forward too far forward, then momentum begins to pick up. Like Mike was talking about, you're going to a hill and you're going faster. Well, I'm going down the hill. And I'm like, son of a gun, I'm, my feet are too far forward and I'm picking up speed and I can't slow down. It's a long hill, it's like a quarter mile hill. So I knew in my head I have two choices. Either I intentionally fall down or I will fall down. Either way, I'm going down. So I chose to tuck and roll and take a beating. But Mike's right. Once you get to the and roll
2: and roll and roll and, <laughs> and, and a roll. Lot of scars
1: on my knees. <laughs> But right, Mike's right. It doesn't matter if it's business or whatever you're doing, it takes a while to get the ball rolling. But then when you get it rolling, your best bet is to just not get in front of the ball because then you get run over.
0: Yeah. So so you intentionally fell.
1: I did intentionally fall.
2: Just to say. But <laughs> funny funniest, I don't mean the momentum stops. <laughs> no, because then you
1: keep rolling. But if yeah. I didn't, I knew I was going to fall right on my face and it was going to hurt even worse, so.
0: It would have been funnier to see you just right down on the ground. You know, people always ask,
2: and I always say, like, you know, talk to me about that kind of mindset. You know, the whole, you know, momentum and all that kind of stuff, and and how, you know, we how you get there. And I I always like to say, you know, you, you basically fail forward. You just keep going, no matter what happens. It, you're gonna keep falling. You keep falling, but you just keep going the right direction. You'll be fine. Yeah. And uh, so, which
1: really leads into how I met Mike, because he's really good at this leading into. You. So uh, it, we, we formed the organization at the end of 2018. We really launched it in 2019. And 2019 was just, get your name out there, kind of, you know, like odd most. You've got this pizza thing, how do you get your name out there? So 2019 was get your name out there. And then 2020 rolls around, we've got a little momentum started and then COVID hits. And I'm like, son of a gun, everything we're doing is trying to support people who have cancer. And you can't get together. And I'm like, this is just going to kill what I tried to start. So we pivoted. We found ways to keep doing it. Um, and then that's where that post that Mike talks about came along. And, and so we met. And it was towards the end of 2020. And all of my financial reserves were just dwindling. I, not that we had a lot of money, but we had enough to just survive. And I thought, let's think outside the box. And Mike and I are really good at that. So we sat down together and we said, how can we do a fundraiser that can help bring some money to the organization and support a business with all these COVID rules? And we came up with an idea to do uh, stuff with your, with your business. And that started in March 2021. Yeah. We were going to do just Lancaster.
0: Because he's selfish.
1: Because he started with himself.
0: Yeah. He's all about himself. It's actually ridiculous how much he's just all about himself.
2: <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs>
2: no. no, I think what's neat is um, it's it's just aligning yourself with people that have passion and that are trying to accomplish something. And uh, anytime you can associate yourself with people like that, you win. And so so it was neat. You know, having Baron come in and have the energy and have the open mind and all that kind of stuff. It was, a, you know, it was just fun to... To ride shotgun to what he's trying to accomplish and and help out however we could as a company because you know having these stores and also having franchisees that are
1: not that the listeners can see this but that was the day that we were at Lancaster
2: but
0: uh, the very first oh yeah cause you know so you got masks and everything on but still. you know
2: having franchisees that are willing to to also help you know that yeah. I mean uh, we asked and it was just a resounding yeah yeah absolutely let's do what we can and so we went out there and. Ended you know, up going to every
0: location and because yeah, there's,
1: there's Mike with his mask when we were at Charles's store.
0: Yeah, that's so. so crazy. Is it like crazy to think about like how many years like, like, COVID wearing masks and everything? It's weird to me because like now you can watch movies and you can see them wearing masks occasionally that the movies are coming out because they're playing on with that COVID thing. And I'm like, it looks so weird to see that, but that was just so normal to us so many so years normal. ago. Um, but going into like Uh, your your movement and everything like that so what is the ultimate goal so do you just donate money to try to help people fight this or what do you do to help
1: so there's there's I guess there's like three legs three components to what we're trying to do okay so our ultimate goal and it's actually our our mission statement uh, I'm sorry our vision our vision is to see a 50% reduction in new cases of cancer now to put that number in perspective this year alone it's predicted that 2 million Americans, brand new cases, 2 million Americans will get cancer this year. So if we could wow. have a 50% reduction, that's 1 million less Americans that got cancer. Yeah, it a while to get to that goal. Um, and I also, as far back as I could find, which was oh seven, I figured out how many new cases there were. Then I took out, I were subtracted the people who died. So currently, 35 million Americans have cancer. Wow. That's a staggering number. So the big goal for the organization is actually to, to slow this sucker down. Yeah. But in the meantime, people in our community have cancer. So then we have a separate leg that actually goes in and and helps, and we organize events and
2: we yeah, do fundraisers. I think the thing that I like uh, there's a couple things that I like with what Baron and, and his organization doing because it takes it takes a team. Um, and uh, But the interesting thing is, is, and I don't know if you felt this way or if Baron felt this way in the beginning, but for me it was like you always hear about cancer. With that many Americans that get affected by it and that the, the, the amount of advertising and all that kind of stuff that you see around you, um, everybody knows about cancer. They've heard about it. But until it actually affects you somehow, it's with a family member or whatever like that, You really don't feel it like you know it's like oh yeah oh yeah i know cancer i know it's really bad and you kind of do that with a lot of stuff in life you know oh yeah you know i understand you know that's that's terrible and all that stuff but when it hits somebody close and you see what happens and how it affects man it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper and so i think the hardest part about this is connecting the dots between what cancer is and how it impacts you and how you can change it. And so the thing that I love what Barron and his team are doing is simply just trying to make it more of a physical connection, like instead of it just being a theoretical connection, not physical is not the way I'm, I'm trying to explain it, but I hope you guys personal. are getting to personal to, yeah. to, to bring it to where you're not affected by it. People maybe be right around you aren't affected by it, the understanding and how you can change your life to be healthier and the other kinds of things that go along with it because I think if people start doing that then that is really that rock in the pond where if parents start eating healthier because of you know that then their kids grew up with the understanding of eating healthier and i think yeah. that really is where you make the most progress with what cancer is doing it's mm-hmm. instead of it being a reactory thing is to be progressive and so yeah. the, the messages and the news you put out there baron is what i like because it's just all educational i mean i've gone to your podcast and uh, what's the podcast how, how do you how do they get there
1: Kicking cancer, care. so go to any podcast service and they just put in "kicking cancer cares" in the search engine because we're on all the podcast services. No
2: dashes, no nothing. Just
1: nope. Just kicking cancer. Oh, cares.
2: you started a podcast after Huss, huh? He's got more episodes. Shut up. Uh, wow. and you know what? His makes f- his actually has value. Ours? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Wow, you <laughs> he, copycat he, mother. He said that, not me. Just for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, but no, and so yeah. So kicking cancer cares. But, for but
1: what it's worth when you go to that, the first thing you hear, Amanda and I talk about just how great potato poppers are does that make you feel any better
2: well yeah we've been sponsoring that from the very beginning yeah, right they won yeah, 100,
1: Day one. 124 podcasts and you guys are mentioned in all of them well, just for yeah. the record
2: so, um, but like I was saying is on their podcast, though, you, you learn a lot. You, you actually learn a lot. Still
0: doesn't matter. So So, going to, uh, so, so go, I want I want to ask you, how old are you, AJ? I'm 25, about to turn 26 on okay. Tuesday. Now, so, I think
1: there's so different
2: if, age groups. So we'll get into that. Well, go ahead. And
1: if we go back 25 years ago, so before you were born mm-hmm. and I'm a, only, if this, you guys oh, were old. still old. We were still old because back then I would have been in my mid thirties, but that's, that's a different story. But and but if we go back 25 years ago, and I'm going to ask Mike this question: 25 years ago, Mike, how many people did you know that were affected by cancer?
2: None. No. Back then, my um, we had uh, in our family we had different things, but not directly tied to cancer. Yeah, like so, if, um, if I go
1: back 25 years ago, it was like
2: because I would also I wouldn't pay attention friend either. Of a
1: friend. Mine have had, but I wasn't paying either.
2: Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there was. We had some, but
1: but we flat we fast forward twenty five years to now, and someone you know is affected by cancer, right, AJ? Uh,
0: yeah, has you want been. To yeah, talk about it. No, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Not a no. single bit of it. And uh... I
1: could ask Mike the exact same question. Yep. And you know, to Mike's point, is there was a time when cancer was a real thing? It just wasn't like it didn't hit you. Yeah. And when all of a sudden it's like, uh, so tell me about the person in your life, AJ, and you're like, nope, don't want to talk about it. Yeah. It becomes more personal. For me, it became personal because it was my sister. Yeah. And I didn't want I didn't want a shirt that said F cancer. It just wasn't what I wanted to do. So we don't even say the swear word. It's got a donkey on it. We're just kicking cancer in the donkey. Mm-hmm. But we it, all feel that way. <laughs> yeah. We all feel that way. So I yeah. think I think my... And you know what the thing I love is, Mike. Mike has written an article for our newsletter, and it's, the title of Mike's article is so perfect because it's a quote.
2: Yeah, well, it's from Mike Tyson.
1: So, so tell the listeners. The
2: quote. Yeah, everybody has a plan to get punched in the face, and that's how cancer felt when I sat in that room <laughs> that day. Because it's like you're thinking, oh, I'm going to do this and that, and it's all of a sudden, boom! It just changes like that. With yeah. your sister. Yeah. Well, it still didn't even affect me with my sister like it did with my mom.
1: Just why, because why was your mom so different than your sister?
2: I think I buried it. <laughs> With your
0: sister. Oh. Okay, yeah. hey, it's not like cancel it's not therapy right now. <laughs> Mike's gonna start crying here in a second.
2: <laughs> oh. oh, oh. <laughs> how about we talk about no. your <laughs> So It's tough. No, we all know how how deep it, it goes. Yeah. It
1: goes really deep. And I'm not trying oh, yeah. to pay therapist because I don't know I don't know anything about your your dad's story, but how long ago did you find out, AJ? How how long ago did your dad get diagnosed?
0: Uh November of Twenty 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 one, 21 because he passed away and then in june of 2022
1: so he didn't make it very long no well, i mean what was what was your first emotional reaction when you found out
0: uh well my mind was reaction is a little different i my my story is a little different than everyone else's because i had different uh you know situations happen and stuff like that uh in this thing that i probably am not allowed to talk about at this moment until <laughs> things settle um uh, at least on air. Uh, but my. But
1: without all the bleeping, was it the same kind of reaction as Mike's? Like. Oh,
0: I was terrified.
1: Like, everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face, right? Yeah,
0: I was terrified. Um, so. Well, especially coming from
2: an age like, you know, AJ's age, it's just. Because, like, my sister, it was like, it just didn't make sense. You know, well, nothing if, made sense. I'm still trying to write. i still. You know, I wrote an article about my mom.
1: You. <laughs> Why <laughs> these days you're going to give me an article what your sister used to And write. I
2: haven't, haven't, I haven't been able to make it anymore.
0: past the first sentence of my sister. There's so. an
1: awful lot of water spots on that paper.
0: Hey, question. Yeah. How long did it take mm-hmm. you to write that article? Because I see how long it takes you to send a text message in the car, <laughs> so I can't even imagine how long it takes you to write that article. <laughs> the, Michael said, say, say mm-hmm. the same thing 12 different times, in the same text message and delete it every single time he'll be like hey how are you oh shoot hey how's it going Ah, oh, shoot hey hey what are you up to today Ah, oh, shoot hey how's it going send it just send it but he'll do that for like half an hour before he actually sends it so well to
1: to answer your question AJ. I went to Mike, and I said, we do these newsletters. Do you want to tell your mom's story, or your sister's story? He said, sure. And then he wasn't sending me anything. And I said, it's okay, Mike, if you don't want to. He says, no, it's just a lot harder than I thought to actually yep. write it down.
2: Yep. And mm-hmm. even
1: even your mom's is very a surface level. Yeah, you didn't yep. go real deep in your mom's story. Nope. And, and there's like <laughs> one sentence on your sister because that was just too hard to talk
2: about. Yep. Yeah. Hey, is there another segment we can talk about? Here? <laughs> yes, Let's work, right? Right. But I guess what's what the thing about this though is, um, so yeah, I know how we can transition. Another leg of the kick and cancel I had organization. A like you were going to go yeah. down this road, yeah, like. absolutely, <laughs> because it also had a. It was monumental in my understanding yeah. of, of the situation um, because normally, and this is how what happened is like um, uh, with, uh, with my sister, you know, we're all devastated because my sister's all of a sudden going through this and she you was know, young, right? Yeah. And, uh, and so she had two kids and they were young, like nine and 11, I think right around there. Um, I blocked out a lot of that, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so, um, and I'm also terrible at dates, but still, Uh, you know, we're all worried about my sister, Inga. And, you know, and then when I met Barron and we started talking about some of the other things, one of the legs of the Kicking Cancer organization is called Pathways. And Pathways is dedicated to... And Barron will be able to explain this a lot better than I do, but as I understand that it is, they... Basically, deal with the kids that are dealing with the situation as well, and yeah. so like like when um, what happened with my sister, you know, Tiger McKenzie, you know, it's like they just they get quiet, and all kids usually get really quiet, especially at that age, you know, nine and eleven, you just get quiet, and uh, and everybody's like, "Are you doing okay?" Blah blah blah, but you know, it's like nobody really dives into. You know the effect that it has in children, you know, and things like that. And so the Pathways is designed for that specific reason. And when I found out about Pathways, boy, it was like somebody took a shovel to my face. Um, Wow! It was like like, Baron (laughs) actually
0: knocked you upside the head real fast. (laughs) No,
2: and it was just like, oh my God! And I just I I started going back and thinking, God, how you know I did not. I don't feel like I reached out like I should, and it just was like this glaring. Oh my god! how did how did how did I miss that boat? you know yeah. I mean, oh, it was just a whole different level, like, hey, by the way, heck, can you feel any worse about the situation? Oh, absolutely yeah. see, <laughs> well, let me just talk
0: to you about pathways yeah well, but see, um, my, my biggest thing in that situation when growing up it's like everyone asks you, "Oh, how are you doing in my head, I cannot stand that because how the hell do you think I'm doing right now yeah. like, and that's that whole under that's that disconnect though yeah. because people that
2: understand You know, I I think that it's... uh, You know, it's it's hard to qualify. Yeah. You know, it's hard to say, hey, by the way, I went through this and I did this and I did this and I did this. How do you feel? You know, it's just... I I don't know. It's weird. It's it's, it's interesting how how people... That's an interesting question depending on where the source comes from and all that, but... So I'm going to tell Baron to talk. I'm going to tell Baron. He's right here. Hey, hey, Aj, can you tell Baron something for me? Yeah, of course. What do you want me to tell? Can you ask
0: him? You know about pathways. Hey, uh, Baron, uh, Mike is wondering if you could talk a little bit more about pathways.
1: Well, he's just stammering (laughs) around here. I thought he was doing a good job.
0: No. So So, am I
2: pretty spot on though? It's pretty
1: spot on. So what I was telling you, Aj, is there's. there's Three legs, like a, a three-legged stool, so to speak. And one of them is the education piece. That's an, that's really important. If we're going to slow this disease down, we got to educate people. And for the listeners that can't see, um, the, for the listeners that can't see, AJ is...
2: No, no, <laughs> it's, no. Keep
1: going,
0: Baron. I grabbed a three-legged okay. stool go, really fast.
1: He's, he's holding a three-legged stool. Let's just go down that road. Yeah. Anyway, so you've got the education. That's critical to slow this thing down. And those people who are directly affected by cancer... Um, we organize, we call them a go team, but basically we work with their friends and family to put on an event to raise money for them personally. But the third piece of that, we're going to avoid the leg word, the third piece of that is so often organizations are created to support the person. Like you've got breast cancer there's a breast cancer support group. You've got lung cancer. Here's a lung cancer. Support group. They're all very reactive, you got lung cancer, we're sorry, here's a group that you can go talk to. But nobody has that I can find has formed anything to go, um, we're really sorry that your mom, Inga, got cancer, and who's going to help the kids through that traumatic event? Right. And I think if you were to ask any psychotherapist, like the capital T, the capital trauma word, the capital T word is yeah. cancer. Cancer causes so much trauma. So you said your sister's kids were 9-11. That's a very hard age to comprehend what's going on. So we created Pathways as a program, and Mike's met Robin. Robin's the director of that program. She's an amazing lady. And she brings volunteers in to take the kids to Bullwinkles, to take them to Silver Falls, to help them with their homework, basically empower those kids to get through this horrible event in their life, as opposed to the other things that could happen, like, I don't know, drug abuse, suicide, there's lots of ways that they can deal with this event.
2: And having somebody plant the right seeds in their mind, and and how to deal with it, and things like that, you know?
1: Yeah, and when we first, when I first met Robin, our very Mm. first family we were able to help, the mother had been diagnosed with bone cancer, and just interesting little story about how she found out she went for a hike at silver falls with her family and she tripped and hit her knee any of us could have done that but the pain wasn't going away and so she went in it was uh, november of 2018 and she goes in to get it checked and they said you have a sarcoma well a sarcoma is just a a mass of fluid basically you have a sarcoma on your knee we're going to go in and take it off there's a, difference between a sarcoma and a cancerous sarcoma. And so she goes in, they put her under to take the sarcoma out. While she was under, they discovered that behind the kneecap, there was a cancerous sarcoma. So she had bone cancer, but didn't know it. So she comes out of anesthesia and her husband's like, why is a ghost? And he goes, um, you've got bone cancer. So I, can you even imagine like you go under thinking they're gonna take this little thing out when you come out, oh, you got bone cancer. That's why I hate the doctors. (laughs) So she had three teenage kids, and the one was a sophomore in high school. Very challenging age group. But she went from an A student to a B student to a C student. She wasn't psychologically dealing with the fact that mom had bone cancer. Mom's in a wheelchair. Mom had part of her bones cut out, right? And so we came with volunteers and helped her with her homework and got her back up to an A student and she actually just got a scholarship to go to college. Which college? I
0: don't remember, dude. Seriously, wow. This Wait, is if a you mem- me with the questions ahead this of This is a memorable story, and you can't even remember what college she. You know, I think it's Harvard. Her- I think it's Harvard. It was Harvard. Yeah, let's go with that one. Yeah, yeah, that sounds. She's not awesome. gonna hear the podcast anyway. Yeah. Hey, she <laughs> might. Hey, way to go to Harvard or Ohio State or something like that. Somewhere cool. Hopefully, that's cool. But
2: then you think about it, if you, if pathways wouldn't have been there. Yeah, well, maybe be a different. That road may have gone a different direction.
0: Well, and I'm,
1: and you bring that up. So there's a guy who early on, when it wasn't even kicking cancer yet, but he saw he saw the potential that maybe we could create something. He's probably donated four or five thousand dollars of his own money. And I finally asked him, you know, why are you being so generous? His second oldest child had been diagnosed with blood cancer, and they brought him in the house. He's in a bed as he's. During those last days of his life, the second child is. The youngest was a sophomore at North Salem High School during that time period. The second one did pass away from, from blood cancer, but when the youngest graduated from high school, his girlfriend broke up with him and he committed suicide. Mm. And I remember telling this whole Pathways idea to the wife, and she broke into tears, and she's like, I wish this had been around when my family went through this because we could have come in with that sophomore in high school and yeah helped them
2: said planted the seeds, planted the right direction. Get, it's just, yeah. I, I, like I said, it had a, a monumental impact on me when I just heard it for the first time. And thankfully, you know, both McKenzie and Tiger have gone on to do, you know, good things. And, uh, you know, they're both parents now. They both have children, and they're doing amazing things. And, yeah, so it's a... Uh,
0: yeah, one of them's a professional
2: golfer and everything. No, he's not. No, she's not either. He's Who are you not, talking about? Tiger's not a professional golfer? No. Wow. <laughs> <Okay>. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I said good human beings. Yeah. <laughs> not good golfers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so so ways that people can support this is basically by buying the beers at any of the Odmos location, right. all the sublimes or the Blueberry Hefeweizen or any of them that are out there. But is there another way that they can donate or support you besides listening to your podcast that you copied us for?
1: Well they can't help but they can support by listening, but they can't actually
0: donate that way good don't listen to them don't listen. he's a <laughs> rival now <laughs> <laughs> so, but, so but
1: they can they can go to our website which is kicking cancer.org on the top button there's a place to donate. Um, we were pleasantly surprised about three weeks ago with a $25,000 donation. Yeah, you're welcome. You can buy
2: a lot of pizza for that, Baron. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it came from his wife, but I'm not sure Mike's wife.
2: Uh-oh.
1: No, no, that <laughs> yeah. was from me, dude, no. seriously. <laughs> but but the other thing that is just so fun is you know, Mike and I come with the craziest ideas for fundraisers, and if anyone wants to go play golf at the end of August, we just got a team signed up from Tannisborne, one of your – your guys from Tynospor just signed yep. a team up. So you can come play in, in our third annual, we call it Kicking Cancer on the Grass. See, Whoa. I, didn't, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. It's a grass tournament. They just
0: want to kick cancer in the ass, dude. You could just, yeah. uh, I got you. <laughs> right. I got you. Yeah, AJ will skip right no, past I, the other no, stuff. I'm that not whole like open this thing. You know. Know. <laughs> no filter. So, yeah, so you can come to any of the golf things. They can even probably go to your website and find all this information out, yeah. right? And it, then you can it. donate, and you can get extra T-shirts there on your website too as well, right?
1: Yeah, we have a store now in Kaiser, so you can come to our store. It's 3737 37 Cherry Avenue, and we've got all of our shirts in there for sale um we have a special red one that's a join the movement sure it's kind of a fun one um we did a prototype of that shirt when we were doing fundraisers with Mike and now it's directly linked to the radio show
0: nice so so how many businesses have you been able to ever since you joined with Mike was he like the first business that you started with and then really, he was yeah. and then now, now it's grown from there so where have you gone now from this like any like cool because I know there's another pizza place, and I think we should do a charity cancer boxing match. Odmo's versus the other pizza place that we're not allowed to say their names about. Well, <laughs> yes.
2: Other, Don't get excited yes. about this, Baron. Baron's looking there's, at me like, oh, man, can you box? Well, there's two
1: other there's two other pizza places that have helped us for a small period of time.
0: Mm-hmm. We had a
1: little help from Pizza Hut once. But
0: you're not allowed to say the name, dude. It's, it's Heats-a-Putt. Heats-a-Putt. The, a putt. You gotta, you the gotta, other <laughs> one
1: is is uh, an acronym Palmanos sure no no it's, it starts with an M and then an O
0: oh but, that one but but both Pod of
1: those, pizza pod-meet-za. both both of those only help us for a short period of time the only pizza place that actually saw the vision was Mike now I have no problem with a competition I will tell your listeners that at one time I used to work at Costco, and when if you go to Costco and you get to the end of the line, they said, you know, they would say, "Do you want this put into a box?" So I would always say, "Do you want a box for Mm -hmm. this?" "Do you want a box?" And the guy said, "No, but I'll wrestle you."
0: (laughs) Okay, Ah! this brings me
1: into this.
2: This this is a soft subject for AJ. Do you
1: want a box? No, but I'll wrestle you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait till you hear this, Baron. Go ahead. Who would win in a wrestling match between him and I?
1: Who? Yeah, he's he's bigger. He'll squash you.
0: Are you? we're gonna do a pay-per-view match. You know how like all the YouTubers have been doing like boxing yeah. and everything like yeah. that. We're gonna do an oddmos like wrestling match and everything like that because I'm I tired. Just,
1: as long as you have some mud or oil or something that gives it a little more flavor, Jello. Let's do a Jello
0: Ooh. Jello wrestling match. Like Jello, sh-
2: but like not what, jello I want to enjoy not lunch not while shots. I wrap you into a little ball and. Yeah, yeah. So could, let's just yeah. Seriously, you well, know, I'm seriously
1: impressed how you take my very serious subject and all of a sudden, <laughs> a sudden it's like gone to shit again. Really? Oh, it's gone to. You, I don't even know where it's gone.
2: <laughs> I think you were right the first time.
1: I, uh, does, no, he but, do, does he do this every single week? Because uh-huh. he's very
2: distracting. Just,
1: well, I, you know, I know how to pull it back. I can just ask him what his dad.
2: No. Oh, no.
0: He said, hey, watch hey, this podcast isn't only about you, Baron. Oh right. jeez. No, but seriously. Hey, AJ's uh, like, Cut his mic. Cut his mic. Hey, <laughs> nothing about my dad. Stop. <laughs> so so but like you've been very fortunate to actually get with other businesses and everything like yeah. that too. So I'm yeah. really happy that we were able to start this movement and everything. You um, or help. Yeah, we just added some gas the in the tank. Yeah. Um, you know, I
2: think what, what's nice is it uh, – I think that it was – I think the relationship that Baron and I have formed, um, you know, because of that. You know, like I said, we put gas in their tank to get them – to continue to get them moving and stuff like that um, is also sitting down and coming up with new ideas, new ways to approach it, new – you know, you know things like that. It's just, that's the fun thing. I mean, it's just – I love to be – I'm, I'm – Super happy I'm part of the journey because the reason why we tied our rope to Kicking Cancer's, you know, sled is because of their approach, because of you know their tenacity, enthusiasm, and everything else. And so to be a part of it for looks. me, Papa and
0: Baron's good looks.
1: That's why it says a radio show. Yeah, because yeah. there's no good looks. No, 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 no.
2: Because <laughs> and you got to go. You got to take that with a grain of salt, Baron, because he looks in the mirror every day, and he probably goes. Oh yeah Oh yeah, hey, yeah. yeah. That? <laughs> No that's you Oh no. not me <laughs> yeah. no, no we're, we're, we're like, realists Yeah we're
0: realists yeah. <laughs> 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 We'll see See what's bad about this show Is that we have t- Usually two guys with ADHD And if Gage is here Then we have three guys with ADHD well, you do have three And then and then with you, you With three ADHD It's bouncing off the wall We're just boom <laughs> boom 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 Cause he's talking about filling gas and, Or feeling the gas And I'm like oh my gosh I have a story to tell you guys About gas Yes actually It does have to do with <laughs> gas <laughs> um, so on Monday, actually, we were going to. Oh, he's going to tell us a story. Yeah, because yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I got trolled by the Fred Meyer gas station. Wow. Trolled. Yeah. Trolled? So, okay. so Monday, Sienna and I were going to the beach because we, she was going to spread her dad's ashes. And so I'm like, okay, she's going, she's getting ready and everything like that. So I was like, let me go fill up the car. Let me go fill up the car. So I get to the gas station. And this is why, because one of the kids used to buy pizza from me that is working there. So he goes, and I say, hey, can I fill the regular, blah, blah, blah. And I see the number start moving. He takes my car, takes the phone number, see it start moving, and it clicks off. And I look over, and I see 13 gallons. I'm like, I'm good. Cool. Filled it up. And I start the car. I have to go stop by Fred Myers, and I see that her gas cage isn't moving. I'm like... I was like, okay, maybe he didn't like turn on the cap or something like that. Something weird or something. So I go and I, I turn it on. I click it, make sure everything's good. Still the gas light is on. Still the gauge is off. And I'm like, I just feel this. I saw $53. I saw 13 gallons. I was like, her gas gauge just must be broken at this point. I was like, they go out all the time. I was like, not worried about it. And so we go and we get about 50 miles, about 30 minutes from Lincoln city. And the car dies. Oh no, no gas. Well, we, I was, I was at I was like, I just filled this thing up. I was like, what do you mean? Like, what's wrong with this car? So she's stressing out. We're there for like about three hours trying to figure it out. And so then we thought, Oh, maybe it needs like fuel injector. Maybe it's dirty or something like that in there. So we go and get that. And I put a little it, bit of gas. really,
2: in. you're really t- explaining how much you knew nothing about cars, but keep exactly.
0: going. Well, I have other people just telling me to do things. So then I go and I put a little, like two gallons of gas in. Cause it, uh, they said to use it with a fuel injector and it doesn't start. I'm like, God, oh, I was like. I'm pissed because this car is here in Lincoln City. We live in Wilsonville. I mean, we're uh, so far away. It's going to cost us so much money to tow this. And then uh, they're like, "Well, what if it maybe just in park?" So I put it in neutral and started it up. Whoo! It starts. And I'm like, "Oh hell yeah!" And so I put it in drive and I'm like, okay, let me just try to go get gas to see if it needs gas, Filled it up for 11 gallons after that. So this kid, it must've been somebody prepaid gas. Like, oh, let me put 60 bucks in my tank or something like that. They didn't use it all the way. And he just restarted that. And oh, we only wow. got like a buck of it, of gas in there oh, wow. to push us to that point. And then we ran out of gas at that point. So wow. I got trolled by the Fred Meyer gas station. What? Uh, Mike, yeah. I
1: want to see how you connect that story to cancer. and uh, Cancer.
0: Gas. Gas. <laughs> Problem. Oh, there we go. I, yeah, seriously. <laughs> I spend most nights staying awake at night going, what <laughs> the hell yeah. well, had, talking about, is yeah. he talking about? Well, I had to get it out there beforehand. So, be Well,
1: fun. as long as we're on the AJ bandwagon, it's because he did said that we started a movement yeah, aren't you trying to start a movement too, AJ?
0: I am trying to start my own. Movement. Oh no, 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 <laughs> no,
2: no, no! no. We're not going down this road. Let's go back because this is a very serious subject tonight. And, and I appreciate Baron coming into the you know our little studio box here, and uh, and 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 doing some stuff. But I'm curious because you are full of numbers and statistics and everything else. And the interesting thing is, is we both love football and sports and all that kind. And by the way, what's going on tonight, AJ? The first football game. That's why I'm wearing my football. Jersey. Thank you very the Hall much. Hall of Fame game. The Hall of Fame game tonight but we both love statistics and um are there some statistics that i mean i've heard some statistics that are alarming to me about where we're at in the progression of cancer and things like that so spit out a couple statistics that people that will resonate with people to realize that taking care of yourself and eating the right foods and getting away from processed foods and all the other kind of stuff because i follow your sister and watch how she's doing what she does um and just about, you know, how she changed her life. Like you said, she just said she flipped that switch, focused on her health, and then she, it has made her battle, you know. Yeah. And so I'd also ask you, you keep talking about my sister, my mom, and his dad. Uh, how, how is she doing? Because I haven't seen much lately.
1: Uh, she's actually doing really well. Because she had
2: a second. She had a second uh,
1: yeah. So one of the things that Mike actually got the pleasure of seeing is, Every year, we have what we call an honorary evening. We had finished that first year of 2019, and it dawned on me that I had met all these really cool people, but the board, who was kind of on the side advising this thing, hadn't met any of them, and I said, why don't we put an evening together where the board and the honorees can meet? And the first one was just really casual. This gentleman opened his house up. It was kind of a small pot like We spent like 100 bucks on it, uh, but it's progressed a lot. And this last one... We had just shy of a hundred people there. We had a five thousand dollars budget for it. There's no cost to any of the people that are honorees, and anyone who's non honoree is typically a donor like Mike. And so the, and, and they and I the reason I tell them that there's no cost, every one of them already paid the price. I'm sorry if you've gone through cancer, you paid the price already. Mm-hmm, yeah. So it's just part of our budget. And Brenda flew. Well, my sister's Brenda. She flew up, and she was our keynote speaker for this event. And she had found out about two months earlier that her cancer had came back. So the one thing about metastatic means it's moving. It's in your system. There's always that chance it's going to come back. Well, it had come back. And when it did, I said, we're going to have to be strategic about how you announce it. Neither her or I started doing this to have some kind of a global movement. But that's what it's become through social media. And so we planned it how she was going to announce that the co-founder had her cancer back. And in front of 88 people that she had never met, well, 10 of them she had met. So most of them she'd never met. Mm-hmm. She pretty bravely announced. I mean, would you agree that she's pretty yeah. bravely announced? So she announced to the people that her cancer had come back. And that was January. And she's gone through surgery and treated the same way she did before. Um, They put what's called a port in her chest area and they inject liquid, Mm -hmm. vitamin C, and that actually attacks the cancer inside. And it's a whole lot better for your system than chemotherapy is. Um, But here she sits in Yuma, Arizona, 120 degrees she gets up early when it's not as hot and she still goes out and exercises and she's back to her whole routine and her reason for that is she didn't want anyone that started to follow us to go oh everything you talk about didn't work because it came back right yeah and she's like it did come back and i fight it the exact same way i fought it before wow
0: that
2: so, so give us some numbers something that's just going to like hit home with some folks
1: there's a prediction.
2: I, 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 have to, I have to qualify this by saying there's seven people that listen to this.
1: Seven?
2: Seven. 1,345. <laughs> <Yeah>, whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding, but go ahead. I just. Uh.
1: There's a gentleman at the MD Anderson in Texas, and his name is Lorenzo Cohen. His job at the MD Anderson is it's called integrative medicine, and so his whole job is actually prevention. His job at a cancer center is prevention. And – I found his book early on, and it really kind of inspired how we created this. But he said that that the prediction is if we do not take prevention more seriously in 20 years, every other American will have cancer. One in two Americans will have cancer in 20 years if we don't take prevention more seriously.
0: Yeah, I, I you know, that makes more sense because I feel like we're always like, you know— you know and like the avengers they say they're the avengers not the like whatever they don't prevent the the any of the problems happening they're just trying to fix it while it's here at the problem and so you're like the prevengers of cancer
1: prevengers oh
0: dude you should get tights
1: you did not want to see me in tights, AJ. <laughs> We've gone down that road. That's a dangerous road to go down.
0: Oh, you're lost, dude. Seriously. Oh, I just,
2: I just pictured <laughs> him Mike. On Mike top has row. an image in his head that he cannot get out now. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I'm not, like you know, in WWE, the, the Road Warriors, <laughs> yeah. and all these magical teams, and yeah. here's here's Baron and I in our tights, the Prevengers. Oh. oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> there that, has to be a cape though. At least in one was of you has oh. a cape. Yeah.
2: Who's that? Uh, cape. Who is uh,
0: Jack Black?
2: Oh, there'll yeah, be three of us. It'll totally. be you oh, yeah. you, Jack Black, and I. We could yeah. do
0: that. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're all about the same shape. <laughs> <laughs> Baron's a lot more muscular than you guys though.
2: I probably the better shape yeah. of both yeah. Jack Black and I. Yeah.
0: But, but I feel I like know, you here Jack you know what?
2: Black. Here's the thing though, is you know what? I mean, I'm stronger and more fit than you think I am, but you know, someday when we wrestle you'll find that out. Someday. He's yeah. been
0: pushing this off for a long time. I put-
1: just let me know when that's gonna happen because I'm not gonna do pay per view. I'm gonna be here to view. And I, and I will fill that little tub up with Jello just for both I'm
2: of not you. doing any kind of food additive <laughs> dude, situation Fine. with Fine. him. Additive a, wrestling, not Fine. happening. It's for charity,
0: <laughs> dude. It's for charity. Yeah, we'll do it for kicking cancer. You are a charity, but then there's got to be odds too. At the same time, we'll have to have the like odds. a little sports book right there and yeah. stuff like that. Put in your money. Put in your money. Who you got? Who you got? Uh, let alone, Whatever. I am the this is, this I'm is. I am the big underdog because everyone still mm-hmm. thinks Mike for some reason. Oh. Yeah, I was
2: gonna say out of like, how many people do you think we've asked? Maybe thirty Five. or forty.
0: Oh yeah, it's a, it's been a lot, and I think about three of them are with me. No, so one. Well, actually. Yeah, maybe one.
2: You
1: can't, you can't count his
2: mom.
0: <laughs> so then... <laughs> no, she probably picked me, too. <laughs> yeah, actually. My mom's she ruthless. <laughs> sports. My mom's ruthless. Uh, um, no, so. but that's, you know, that's so, like, crazy to think about. Like, like again, it's like you don't ever realize about cancer until it basically does punch you in the face. And you're like, holy, how, yeah. how that fluff, yep. how to how do I fucking deal with this? Like, it's crazy to think about and the fact that there's this pathway program to help children and stuff like that too because children don't understand or know enough or they can, they do understand, but then it's like, but they don't at the same time. It's like, yeah.
2: It's hard to understand. It is really hard to wrap your head around because it's just, it's hard to understand. I mean, even, um, I think what's interesting is uh, now that I'm older and I mean, a baron can explain this too, Is like, it's like, you're looking at like, you know, we're we're getting to that point. We're like, oh, you know, I mean, twenty twenty years from today, what's twenty years today going to be like? You know, yeah. and we look at you and say, right now, you should be taking care of your fifty year old body. You know, what you eat, how you do, what you do, the habits, all that kind of stuff are going to have a huge impact on everything inside of your body and how that all is at fifty. Because I remember when I was your age. 50 was like forever. forever. It forever. was like, oh my yeah. God. And I look at 50 year old people going, oh, okay, then. It happens
1: fast. <clears throat> well, and, and so you mentioned 50. Again, we got ish. Three, Let's we, go 50 ish. We have three ADHD or my brain just jumped
2: to a different Fire end. away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we, you, the, so we have a phrase against cancer that we are proactive to prevent. And our message really is that, that there are things you can do to prevent cancer. The one that I think is the most preventable is colon cancer if it's bad going in it's bad coming out right <laughs> bad coming in well at one time yeah that hurts twice it's a, <laughs> um, at one time they always in fact even now they say when you turn 50 go get a colonoscopy yeah except there are now 29 30 year olds with stage 4 colon cancer because our food system is so not what it's supposed to be i mean the one things i love working with you guys at odmo's is you guys have really healthy pizzas. We talk about that on our radio show all the time, that there are really healthy pizzas. Now, I love the deep dish pizza. Would you want to eat it every day? Probably not. But if you do the cauliflower pizza with all the vegetables on it, so you can make choices that it's good in and going coming out.
2: I think pizza is probably one of the healthiest fast food you can get out there right now.
1: Yeah, and, and there are not healthy pizzas out there, too. And we won't bash the competition, but... Artmos has really healthy pizza. Healthy yeah. options. Healthy yes. options.
0: Yeah. The green monster is so good.
1: It is. The green monster's great and I put it on, and, and I honestly would not have known that was cauliflower if Mike hadn't told me because I thought it was just a crispy a thin crispy crust. Yeah. But I say all that because at at 25 there are things you can do right now so yeah. that when you are Mike's age you don't have cancer. But the statistics say one in two will have cancer, yeah. and we've got to turn that number around. I mean, really, seriously, half of America will have cancer. Here's you want the statistic. here's another scary statistic for you. If I oh good, can, I love these
2: the scary statistics. <laughs> no,
1: is, but go ahead, <laughs> but do it. Tell it anyway, me because it's <laughs> awesome. So I, I went and checked and saw how many people in the world died from cancer uh, two years ago. And it's basically, if, if anyone's gone to LA, once you cross what's called the grapevine and you start working your way down into, Cal, into LA basin, yeah. if you start counting at the top of the grapevine and you stop counting at San Diego, they're all dead. The entire LA basin, except for San Diego, died from cancer globally two years ago. Wow. Now put that number in perspective, Mike, that's a lot of fricking people. <laughs>
2: Yeah, the you entire know,
1: entire L.A. basin died from cancer globally,
2: and you know that's why you hear about it so much. But what's crazy about that is, again, it's not impactful until until it hits you. In the face. It, until it smacks yeah. you right in the face, and it's just just tells it's just so real. And it's like, like I said, it happened to my sister, and it had did not even take hold until I had to deal with it with my mom because I was directly connected to her going through it. You know, i mean, yeah. with my sister, it's like I used to drive her up every Monday um, because she did radiation on Monday and we kind of took turns doing different things on, you know, the different medical stuff that she had to do and all that stuff. And so I, I was driving her up every Monday and it still didn't, I still didn't connect the dots because I was still dealing with the th- other things, you know? Yeah. Oh my God. And so at it- At what
1: uh, point you just starting odd mos at about the same time period?
2: Uh, pretty close. Yeah. So you're of, trying to
1: get a business off the ground, you and Sam. While your
2: sisters well, and one thing I've learned about families, and then we're actually going to get you out of here so you don't spend the entire day with us. You know, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of therapy. Yeah, just I just want to say one more hour with us thing after
0: you get done before we kick them out of here.
2: Okay, so um, with my sister and I, you know, because when you start having kids, you kind of go away from each other. Right. You know, in, in different ways. You know, like uh, and with the distance of uh, families as well. Sometimes you can lose like those those things. And so my yeah. sister and I were just kind of coming back together and uh and in creating that whole aunts and uncles and that kind of stuff and then this happened and it was like you know you feel so cheated and you're angry about all this other stuff and the whole time it's like it doesn't really matter cancer just keeps going it just yeah. keeps it doesn't stop and then and it's just tough so yeah well, go ahead so,
1: and, and i would and i know you had a thought i'm going i'm to your thought but if i took aj back two years ago and we were doing this show, would any of this really resonate with you two years ago? No. That was just weird, huh? Yeah. If I take you back six months ago. Yeah. It, there was, yeah. There was that punch in the face, right? Oh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it, so.
1: Cancer exists. People see ads on TV all the time until your family gets hit in the face, like me with my sister, or like Mike. Six months ago, you got hit in the face with your dad, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: The other thing that I, I think is crazy too And with the cancer world And is a lot of people think just cancer is just breast cancer And that's the thing I love about our company And supporting all these different cancers And you is because people look at it Everything is just supported with just breast cancer If you really look around there Anything, you know, you have the NFL with the breast cancer awareness You know, bowling does the breast cancer And stuff like It, it is only breast cancer And that's not the only cancer out there There's so much more, there's bone, there's colon, there's lymphoma, there's all these like other different cancers out here. And so I, I like the fact that with your company, you try to support everything about just cancer and well, you don't support cancer, you support trying to beat all cancers and it's not, you're just, I mean, your sister's going through breast cancer and went through breast cancer and you're not just focused on breast cancer, you're focused on all the cancers to help prevent it. And that's just like, I think the, the world's missing a lot of too, is the understanding that there's more than just breast cancer out there.
1: And and I appreciate you saying that because our very first shirt was a bright pink because my sister has breast cancer. I'm like, I don't have a problem with pink. I mean, my sister got breast cancer. But then I'm like, we could do colors or shirts on the colors. And so when I first started doing these things with Mike, we had all these really bright shirts. We had yellow, we had green, we had purple. And I still remember we were at the Kaiser event Mm -hmm. and this one lady walks up to us and she says, well, my husband has brain cancer. Well, that's gray. And I hadn't done gray, white, or black because those seemed— There was red. a
2: lot of missing colors at that point.
1: And I was like, "That those are boring colors. I was trying to get the bright colors. And I'm like, here's the reality. For that lady, she wanted a gray shirt. Yeah. And so we now have all nine colors. And it doesn't really matter because whatever cancer is important to you, it might be white because that's lung cancer, but that means something to you. So we, yeah. we have an entire apparel line, and we cover all the cancer colors. And, and I don't have a problem with pink. My sister's got breast cancer. But guess what? For you, it's lime green.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that just, like, to me is, like, something that it should be pushed more out of, that there's more than just breast cancer out there. And I think that's what the biggest effect is with a lot of us. It's like, oh, well, especially men, too. It's like, oh, we don't have to worry about cancer. We don't get breast cancer or anything like that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, you do. Are, yeah, guys. What, what are the odds of, like, us One getting... One in 300. There's your odds See I told you <laughs> Well see Mike You probably want to get Your boobs down a little bit uh, No but that, but that's but you said What are the odds One in 300 men Get breast cancer tr- You're right But that like that's the thing Is that I feel like any Everything is pushed on Is just breast cancer yeah. Which is not something That I hate about Because it should be supported But everything should be supported
2: I just think it's The most recognizable For different reasons I think yeah. that Anything is like that Who wants to talk about Colon cancer You know who wants to talk about The band- fact the that I've had Two <laughs> colonoscopies What?
1: You said, who wants to talk about colon cancer? No one, because it's a pain in the butt.
0: Ah. All right. So on that note, you're, uh, kicking, anyway. you're kicking me out. No, I don't. No, so, <laughs> all right. So go support Baron on his podcast. It's the Kicking Cancer Care for his podcast, any platform, Spotify, Apple Music, podcast. And
2: we'll, uh, and we'll put links on our on the Spotify no, we thing. We can put some no, stuff won't. on
0: the body. What do you mean we won't? No, leave? I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. We will. Uh, okay. But we'll
2: put some links. But yeah, it's kicking-cancer.org. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's K-I-C-K-I-N, okay. and then Cancer, C-A-N-C-E-R, and there's a dash in between those, and then dot it's .org. Dot org and, yep. then-
1: and if someone can't remember, go to Oddmo's, when you get a pizza, get a beer, and our logo is on the side of the beer cans along with our website.
0: Yeah, perfect. And then you can donate, buy shirts. You can go to the shop, which is at...
1: 3737 Cherry Avenue
0: and kaiser normal nine to five monday through friday
1: uh 11 to 6
0: 11 to 6 monday through friday, friday. go grab yourself some apparel to support the movement yeah, yeah. hey guys we're out of here
1: thanks for letting me come join you
0: no dude seriously i said we're out of here <laughs> Oh, seriously <laughs> stop talking yeah let me <laughs> hey. stop talking okay, I'm no done talking thank, thank you baron all right thanks baron for coming see you guys <laughs>
1: Thanks for listening to the show. Check out the liner notes to see where you can follow us on all of our social medias. Or go to oddmostpizza.com if you're local and want to place an order. We'll be back next time with more shenanigans.
2: This was The Oddpod.